Rated X. Coming this Christmas. Only on the Nerd Blitz Patreon. Ho, ho, ho! Big blood! What did you call it? A book club? Well, we read, and then we talk about what we read. Oh, really? You read and talk every week. You sure this isn't just some excuse for you and those catty women to get together and talk about what assholes your husbands and boyfriends are? Oh, why would we ever have a need to do that? You know, that mouth won't get you far in this life. At least not using it that way. (laughs) Ha ha. So what the hell do you clucking hens read anyway? Why does the little cock care so much? Ouch! You wound me, but fair. It's, it's just I've never been invited to one, so I'm curious what goes down. Just normal stuff. Stop being so weird. Yeah, that's not suspicious at all. Quit dodging. What do you read? Um, books? Fine, fine. Keep your secrets. You have your book club. I have my strip clubs. Hey gang, thanks for joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. Ho, 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 I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. Oh, you're not going to be festive and say ho, 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 or fucking merry jolly something or other? No. I don't blame you. Anywho, so this week we're talking about, I'm trying to pull it up so I can get the title correct, but I believe it's A Very Vinny Christmas. A Very Vinny Christmas Story. Fuck, I was close. Yes, you were very close. Um, Now this, I hadn't read it before we did this, or before I was like, hey, this would be fun. It's a Christmas-themed uh, My Cousin Vinny story, because let's just give a little background here. The writer of this, Larry or Lawrence Kelter, he goes by both, mm-hmm. in like 2016 or something like that, maybe 2018, 2019, somehow, I think 20th Century Fox... Uh, now Disney, contacted him and was like, hey, you want to do some fucking uh, My Cousin Vinny stories or something like that? And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, but they contacted him and they're like, hey, you want to do some My Cousin Vinny stories? And he was like, uh, uh, sure, I guess. Because when you're given that opportunity, you don't go, fuck no, you know. This is the guy that did the novelization, is that what you're saying? And then they called him later and said, do you want to do some stories? The novelization is new. This was not made 
when the movie came out. That's what makes it even weirder that they're like that movie from 30 years ago. You want to do a novelization? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because you may remember when we did the commentary for that, I was like, dude, there's novels. And you're like, no fucking way. Yeah, I remember that. I remember doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we first learned about these. Well, we found them for cheap and I've read the first one. I'm, I might try to put the uh, review of the first one out mm-hmm. uh, next week when this is kind of scheduled to come out, I think. Mm-hmm. But I actually read the first one and it's pretty fucking good. Uh, not too long ago, he tweeted something about like, hey, fucking you can get all three books for like two ninety nine or something, I think, wasn't it? Something like that. Super cheap on Kindle. And I was like, dude, look at this. And you're like, oh, for that price, we fucking gotta. Because it was three fucking books. Well, and then I was searching around for something and I saw that there was a Christmas story and it said it was available for free. And I was like, dude, look at this fucking shit. And you're like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So we've kind of sat on it since then. And when I had the idea back in the summer, I was like, hey, let's fucking jam this in. This would be fun. And uh, this is not what I expected. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's not great. I mean, I would disagree with that. I mean, it's it just is. How about that? Mm. Oh, we might have a bit more meat on this bone than I thought then. I mean, it's not like it's not bad, but it's not like it's barely a it's a short story and it's a short, short story. I was going to say, you do understand the concept of a short story, right? right? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> uh, hmm, yeah. But I thought maybe there would but, be a little more to it than just soliloquies. Right. Well, I mean, I was expecting, it's called a very Vinny Christmas story. I was expecting more Christmas. Well, that too, yeah. Other than like a couple offhanded mentions. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I mean. I kept expecting it to, to go somewhere, but it, it kind of doesn't. It's just a couple monologues and they're good. They fit. They're like, they seem like they came right out of the movie. Yeah. You know, or okay. could have been a deleted scene from the movie, but yeah, it was just like, Hmm. Okay. Well, I read that. The only thing that fucking threw me off and I'm guessing he does that. He did this with the other stories is, did you notice like the continuity shift? What do you mean? Um, like 43% in, I guess, uh, because this is digital only gang. So, just so you know, it says, I noticed he was driving a 2004 Chevy, Chevy Impala. Now, this is a prequel to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you picking up what I'm putting down about the continuity shift yet? This 30-year-old movie. Because... No, I don't know. <laughs> okay, the movie was like, what, 92, 93? Yeah. So, this is a future car for the movie, a 2004? Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't even... Yeah, I was like, oh, so I'm guessing he's shifting the timeline because, and this really made me think about it. It's like, other than the lack of cell phones, that movie could take place today. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it? Because there's two different time periods in this book, which, when, when was he, was it when the cop was following him? When he when he had the flashback to when he got pulled over? Yeah. And he got the ticket. That was before he became, okay. So yeah, it's got to be a prequel then. I mean, it's got to be before the movie. Because I know, because I know the second part, I'm not sure, like, the the main action happens in the, quote, the, the, present, the day. present, yeah, and then he yeah. remembers back, and so then half of it happens in the past, where he's remembering something that and happened that in the past. And that past is what he references in the movie when he's talking about Judge Malloy right. inspiring him to become a lawyer. Right. So, yeah, that fucked me up when I read 2004 Chevy Impala. Yeah, 
Yeah, I didn't even notice it. I just read right over it. Yeah, because like I said, um, I was thinking about it, and, and it really did. It made me reconsider the movie, and it's like, other than the lack of cell phones, because the only thing that would really change is like when, uh, talking about the movie, when he's in court and he gives the uh, sheriff that piece of paper, and he's like, can you please take care of this? And he's like, I'm not doing your legwork. And he's like, I've got five minutes here. Come on. Right. Yeah, and, and he goes out and is using the payphone. Right. The only thing that would change is Vinny could have made the call himself, one, or... Or he could have just typed it in a Google machine on his phone. That, too, yeah. On his fucking smartphone. Right. Or a laptop or tablet or something. That's really the only thing about that movie that it's like, eh, you know. Well, and the fact that the uh, pig and whistle or whatever the fuck would have uh, security cameras out the asshole, and they would have been able to see that it wasn't them that... Well, see... I can buy that a small town fucking convenience store wouldn't have cameras in this day and age. Eh, I think the mo- I th- most of them I think would have at least one. I mean, yeah, at least but one. It's, but it's but it's you can buy it. It's it's right. Yeah. The like I said, the only glaring thing to me is that one scene where he's like, "Can you take care of this?" And he's like, I ain't doing your legwork or whatever he says. That's the only major thing to me that could easily be saved or fixed with a cell phone. So it's like. Him shifting the timeline like this for this short story, it's like it fucking works. Yeah. Um, because think about it. This, the past uh, thing, I think it would be, let me look again. We'll get into the details of it here in just a minute, gang, but I just want to nail this down a little bit more. Uh, your police cruiser's about two years old, Officer Parrish. So it's a 2004 Chevy Impala two years ago, or two years old. So that puts this in like 2006. Still wouldn't have fucking Google then. So you can, or uh, yeah. smartphones then. So you could, I mean, you'd have a Blackberry, but not everybody fucking had a Blackberry on their hip or something. Looking at this, you could shift the movie up to about like 2007 or so, and it would still fucking work. And it's like, that's interesting. Just a curious little thing I thought I should point out. Yeah, well, it's a good thing you did, because like I said, I didn't even, yeah. didn't even think twice about but, it. But let's go back to the beginning. See, I fucking, you can tell I read this story. What I do know is, and I just remembered as you were talking about, I ain't doing your legwork. You know who that sheriff is, right? Oh, yeah, that sheriff's in a shit ton of stuff. He was D-Day in Animal House. Okay, well, I mean, I wouldn't have known that because I think we've been over this. Not a fan of the Belushi brothers. I find their work off-putting. Oh, well, there's a lot more to that movie than John Belushi. Yeah, Karen Allen. I mean, that's one of those movies that it's like, I bet I should, I bet I could fucking appreciate more now. Yeah. But like when I first saw it when I was a kid, it's like, I don't like this guy. No, there's way more to it. He's, he's like, um, I mean, he's just like the, one of the side, like major comic relief. relief, Yeah. 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 No, I mean, we've talked about this. I, a very, a very young and very cute Karen Allen is in it. Oh yeah. I know. She was in a lot of shit back then too. And it's like, oh, she's adorable. She is adorable in that movie. Still to this day. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Um, so yeah, that dude. He was he was in that. He was on Rosolian Isles. Ma loved that show. That show's too sad for me to watch. Mm. He's been in a bunch of shit though. Every once in a while we'll see something that's like, oh, it's the fucking guy. He's the sheriff from my cousin Vinny. But uh so yeah, we're here to talk about my yeah, cousin back Vinny got the story it. that we haven't even talked to, started talking about. We're what, thirty minutes in, we've had we got two minutes of Vinny talk. Mm-hmm. Um so the story goes like this. Fucking uh Vinny's in court and he sees a cop. 
He's in court because he's fucking representing this ne'er-do-well, and it sounds like this is just after the movie. Probably not far. And when they get back to uh, Brooklyn. Right. Um, and he sees this cop that he had a run-in with, like, fucking years, few years ago. I don't know when it's supposed to be. Could It wasn't too, too long ago, because he was still with, what's her name? So, it was within 10 years, probably. Well, that uh, that's the thing. It's like, I'd have to watch the movie again, but they sound like they've been uh, delaying their engagement for a long time, because he's like, no, I ain't gonna fucking marry your ass until I win a case. Right. Well, but I mean, she was what? 25 26 in that movie so like how long how long they've been waiting really well i mean if you're gonna look at real life ages he was like what 50 at the time well yeah so come Which on i always kind of took it to be that he about? was that much older than her that was that so was, what and i i mean i always took it to be that he was that much older than her that that was the fucked up part about it was See, that I, he was such a scumbag never, for so long before he became a lawyer i could never tell because i I always thought that the fucking fake hair they put on him was, he's not fucking 50. What are you talking about? Who knows? I guess he would have been like 40, wouldn't he? Because he's what? He's he's roughly in his like 70s or 80s now, isn't he? I have no idea. I'd have to look. He's not Karen Allen, so I'm not interested in looking him up. Right. He's not hot. I get it. That's that's. He's truth. just Carlin's God. <laughs> What's, um? let's see, uh. What? Oh, fuck. Oh, Joe. Yeah. For a second, I couldn't think of his name. Oh. Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci is 80 years young. Whoa, so he was fucking 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck. He yes. Was like, no, he was 49. Because when did that come oh, out? Oh, fuck Nin- off. <laughs> when, when did that come out? 1992, right? Yeah, it was like 90, yeah. 92, somewhere in that window. Yeah. So, yeah. So he was, yeah, he was 49. Yeah. God damn. He was the same age as I am right now when that movie was out. I, you're not 49. No, I know. But when they were shooting that movie, he was probably the same age as me. Mm, okay. So he's trying to fudge the numbers again. <laughs> he's 30 hey, years old. Hey, if you're going to jump me. on. If you're going to jump 19... on my fucking balls when I said he's 50, and you're like, he's not 50, he's 49, fuck you, sir. That's what I says. He's 30 years older than me. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. He was fucking 50. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, I'm damn skippy if they put that fucking jet black wig on him and be like, no, he ain't 50, what are you talking about? Right. So, I don't know. And they probably put that gray streak in her hair to be like, no, she ain't 25. What are you talking about? <laughs> I always thought that was maybe imper- intentional on her part, like she dyed it that way. I don't know. The point is, <laughs> can you have an off-the-rails book club? We're going to find out. <laughs> We're working on it. Uh, the point is, he's in uh, court trying to represent this asshole kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's a little fucking drug dealing scumbag. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm going so hard with the accent tonight. I really don't, but it's just, it's happening. So let's de- roll with it. And he sees this cop that was a dickhead to him. And as previously mentioned in the movie, My Cousin Vinny, when Vinny talks about, oh, Judge L- Malloy, he took me under his wing and yada, 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 and shit like that. And uh, he kind of mentored me. We see the spark that lit that fuse of Malloy's uh, mentorship. 
uh, because this officer Parrish is the cop that busted Vinny and put him in court in front of Judge Malloy for the first time. Right. Um, because he'd just broken up with uh, Lisa. Lisa. Didn't they call her a fucking Mona Lisa in the movie? Yeah, Mona Lisa. Yeah. Uh, it's Mona Lisa Vito, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did that from fucking memory. Nice. That's because I'm fucking smart. I told you when we did the commentary, I love this fucking movie, man. But anyway, and it's what, Christmas Eve as we start? Right. And he's yeah. trying to get this kid out of trouble so he doesn't have to spend the Christmas Eve in jail. Right. So that's our Christmas hook. Um, and then we flash back to Vinny in court, and it's basically just like the movie. Like you said, it feels like a deleted scene almost. Right. Almost to the point where it was like, it was like two same same almost for me, the way the way that he uses car knowledge to get out of. Okay, yeah, to, that you know, I that did was a think little was a little fucked up. It's like you don't play that card twice. Right. It was like, well, that's that's convenient that all of his cases involve some sort of car knowledge that you know yeah. he can pull out of his ass. I, I'll give you that one definitely. I was just thinking about that because before we got on the on the call and to start recording, I was like. It's curious that every fucking case of his can be brought down to, well, you know, on a fucking V6, 19 fucking blah, blah, blah car, you know. Right. But anyway, on his, he got pulled over for speeding, right? And the yeah. cop claimed that he, like, paced him. And uh, there was a call because he was holding up traffic because he was driving too slow on the highway because he was depressed and thinking about Lisa. And the, right. cop says, the cop says he pulled up next to him in the lane next to him and paced him so he knew how slow he was going. Right. And then uh and then Vinny like challenges him and was like, Well, when's the last time you got your transmission checked and you know, how do you know you're really how 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 when was the last time you had your speedometer linked to your transmission or something which I didn't even know was a thing, but apparently I guess it is. And uh to know that you're really going the speed that you think you're going and, and just totally like embarrassed him in front of the judge. Right. Uh, so he had to basically admit it's basically the if you get pulled over for speeding and you go and you fight it and you go to the traffic or you go to your court date. If the police officer's there, you say, when's the last time you got your radar gun checked? And if they <laughs> and if they can't. No, I'm serious. And if, and if oh, they yeah, can't, yeah. And if they can't prove that they had it calibrated recently, then you can mm -hmm. just be like, well, then you really don't know how fast I was going, do you? Right. And a right. lot of times, and a lot of times they have to throw it out because they they can't be sure that their gun was accurate. No, yeah. Now, now Josh can probably contradict, or he may he may know differently. Like that may be an urban legend, but I've heard that that's a way that you can fight a speeding ticket. Now you have to be incredibly lucky that the the gun hasn't been. And I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Maybe that was an old time thing or like a you know years ago thing, and they don't even calibrate them like that anymore. But I'm pretty would, sure that used to be a thing. I would think any sort of rangefinder like that, because that's kind of what it is, isn't it? Because from the way I understand that uh, radar guns work, is like they shoot something at the car, it bounces back to the gun, and it tells you how fast it's going. So it's basically a fucking rangefinder. I think those things still have to be fucking recalibrated. Right, right. I just don't know if you know, right. What I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's police protocol to have them calibrated every so you know every so often. But yeah, you know, there's always a chance that it didn't get done. And I don't yeah. know how realistic it is that the judge is going to be like, well, fuck it, you know, or yeah, if they're going like to be like, well, this cop knows what he's talking about. Right. And I mean, you've got to, 
Vinny was lucky on this day to get this fucking judge who's right. just so amused by a little fucking guinea bastard being like, look here, Judge Yana, Mr. Sir Guy. This fucking asshole over here, you know. Right. Instead of being like, shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. I don't want to hear because, any more of your defenses. Like, I like this part here where he's like, Malloy turned to Vinny. Anything else to add? Oh, yeah, I got quite a bit. He pulled a scrap of paper from his pocket and studied it before continuing. First of all. <laughs> right. He's got like a And that was after he'd already been like, let me bust his fucking chops. Why didn't he fucking smile to me when we was running around the neighborhood? <laughs> right. And the judge is like, oh, yeah, he is kind of a sour bastard. Right. But, yeah, it's like you said. It feels like a scene out of the movie. And, you know, I get where you're coming from where it's like it it's a little too samey with the cars. I agree. I thought the same thing. But this gives me hope that in the other two novels going forward that Kelter has a good grasp on it because this feels like it came from the movie or something. It oh, yeah. feels like he's got a handle on the character. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I th- I think, like you said, I think he needs to be like, hey, maybe I can fucking talk about TVs in the next case or something. Right. <laughs> Instead of being like, well, you know, the fucking trunk mechanism on that car wasn't introduced until 2007, so fuck you, you gotta be lying, you know. Although, I mean, maybe that's his thing. Maybe that's his specialty. Y- yeah, you make a good point, because there are people, we know the hammer. Yeah. All he deals with is big truck accidents. Mm-hmm. Well, and in the movie, even they they even said he'd never had a trial. I mean, he'd never had like a uh, he'd only done traffic court. He'd only done. Tra- yeah. he was a traffic lawyer. Yeah, maybe it's not as fucking bullshit as you tried to make it seem. Maybe not. I stand corrected. It all makes sense now. Fuck me and myself. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. <laughs> but I mean, just for an interesting read, you can't have the same type of case. No, I know. Book after book after book after story after story. But yeah, I mean, unless, like you said, if he makes a specific point in the next couple books to be like, no, that's what he does, mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, I'll yeah, let it like, go. Like he becomes known for, you know, getting people off of moving violations and shit because of... I was wondering where that sentence was going. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he becomes known for getting people off. Uh, yeah. That could be. Um, But anyway, yeah. So like you said, he's like, when did you get your fucking... And your speedometer checked. You're right. And did they fucking... I, I think he says something like... uh. That car's. I know they've uh, swapped out the transmission twice now. Oh, or that's something right. Like that. Yeah, it was like he had like yeah he had multiple transmissions put in that car. Right. Yeah, because he called oh, the yeah, police right garage. Here. Yeah. Right. That's right, Judge. The transmission. So this police cruiser has almost two lifetimes worth of miles on it, and has had three transmissions. And all that time, the odometer was never checked. He goaded Parrish. So Officer Parrish. You don't really know how fast I was going, do you? <laughs> yeah, what a smug little bastard. Mm-hmm. Parrish was fuming. His face turned red and his fists were clenched. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that next line, too. Take it easy, officer. It's just a traffic ticket. There's no right. reason for you to be having a, having no stroke over it. <laughs> right. 
uh, th- like shit like that. It's like, yeah, this is Vinny. Uh, right. And that's he, good he, he wrote of, him a ticket for a VC nine infraction. Right. That that was another thing that not car related. Well, not necessarily car related, but the whole reason he was in court was the guy gave him a ticket for a VC nine violation. Mm-hmm. And then Vinny points out that like that doesn't even have anything to do with what he's accused of doing, which right. is driving too slow in the in the lane. Mm-hmm. And uh and he's like, Hey, even if it was, you know, there is no minimum speed posted on there. So if they didn't like my speed, the people behind me could go around, except they couldn't because this cop was next to me blocking the lane. So he right. made it he made it out to be that this cop was doing what he was accused of doing, which was blocking traffic. Right. He was he was doing what he was accusing him of. He gave him a bogus fucking infraction. Mm-hmm. And uh like it's like you just said, the judge asks him, uh, are you finished? He's like, One more little thing, Your Honor. And he this tells him all, that this, and he's And this is all over like a twenty five dollar ticket too. It's not even like he's going to jail or well, something. Like it was eighty five, but yeah. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah, he completely demolishes this police officer. Yeah, like fucking brutally, point by point by fucking point. Mm-hmm. He's just like, here, you're an asshole, and here's why. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, the last uh, line, just to your point, from the uh, flashback is, so in conclusion, I wasn't the one obstructing traffic, he pointed at Parrish accusatorily. He was. Right. And then we flash back, or we flash forward to present day, where fucking uh, Lisa's slobbering on his cheek and shit. Parrish walks up to him, and obviously he's older now. Mm-hmm. And Vinny's like, oh, this fucking asshole. Here's where the tables are going to turn. Mm-hmm. And Parrish comes up, and he's like, hey, can I talk to you? And he's like, sure. And he's like, can she fuck off? <laughs> 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 and Parrish is, Parrish is basically like, uh, you know this kid you're fucking representing? He's like, yeah, what? And he goes, he reminds you, reminds me of you back in the day. And Vinny's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Parrish basically tells him, he's like, I know what you were up to back in the day. That's why I threw a bogus charge on you and shit to get your ass in court. I was trying to give you a wake-up call. And I'm doing the same with this kid. I fucking had made a deal with his dad to fucking basically scare him straight. And mm-hmm. the reason this kid's in court is because he fucking punched the cop <laughs> right he was he, he right he pulled him over because he knew he was dealing drugs right and so he pulled him over to scare him uh-huh. he was gonna let him go but then he fucking got out and got in a tussle with the cop resisting arrest right. and like like i said the fucking uh parish tells him that it was basically a setup with his dad to be like scare the kid straight he's acting like an asshole mm-hmm. yeah and then it was the same thing he did to Vinny, and it like shatters mm-hmm. Vinny's entire world exactly. like wait you knew i was doing that stuff and he's like right yeah so he destroyed this fucking guy in court and he was actually just trying to do him a favor right trying to help him i mean technically he did because he says to him uh oh yeah well one he tells reason. him is like you gave i I gave you a wake-up call, and I knew, like, you were going to be good after that, but you gave me a wake-up call, too. Oh, I'm trying to find the exact passage, though, where he talks about... Oh, here it is. He's like, uh, I already spoke to the judge and the assistant DA. They're going to 
come in like gangbusters, but the fear put the fear god in them. But then they're gonna kick the case. It's all arranged. Maybe that'll do the trick. And Vinny's like bullshit. And he's like, don't take my word for it. Ask the ADA. And he's like, okay, I will. Paris is like, well, that's it. Hey, I'm glad you turned things around. And Vinny goes, shimmy say, huh? <laughs> and he goes, uh, you gave up making collections for Big Jim Baldo Syndicate, didn't you? And Vinny's like, what, what, what? You knew? He's like, what, me? No, I never did none of that. I ain't did none of that shit. Yeah, and he's like, is that why you pulled me over that day on the Beltway? Parrish seemed introspective. You and this kid Carbone, or Carboni, uh, you're kind of cut from the same bolt of cloth, aren't you? And it's like, oh, shit. You know, that's where it all com- comes unraveled and whatnot. And uh, cop walks away. Lisa walks up, and she's like, what the fuck was that about? It looked like the two of you were having some kind of moment. He says, you could say that. What could you and Parrish possibly find to talk about? And he says, that ain't Parrish perish no more and she goes oh no then then who the hell is he and just to be a little bit more on the nose with the christmasness he goes that guy lisa that's the ghost of christmas past la 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 and that's it yeah that was it i wasn't a huge fan of that line i felt felt a little forced but i mean yeah but i get what he's going for yeah i get what he's going for but like fucking when people fucking try writing Christmassy stories and shit, they they try their best to be as saccharine as they can. Well, it gets tropey. It's a little, it's yeah. a little like, right. So it's like, I can't fault him for that, you know. Yeah. But yeah. But that's it. A whopping thirteen pages long. Is that what it was? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was fucking short, but uh, yeah. Overall, what'd you think? I liked it. It was fun. It was a fun little read. There's just not yeah. a whole lot of substance. No. I mean, I could tell it wouldn't be fucking a deep look into the human condition when I saw <laughs> it was like fucking 15 pages. Yeah. Does that make you want to read any of the other ones? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I'm interested to read the other one. Like I said, I read the uh, novelization of the movie, and I would suggest you start with that. Okay. Just because there's tiny little things that aren't in the movie that almost feel... They make you question reality. They really do, where it's like, fuck, was that in the movie? Oh, really? Yeah. So I said, he did a really fucking good job. I was highly impressed. And Hmm. I'll be honest, I was interested in reading it, but there was a bit of me that's like, fucking rock me, Amadeus. Let's see how you can do this time, asshole. Mm Mm-hmm. I threw down a challenge to the dude going into it, but it's like, yeah, he fucking did it, you know? At least from my from my view. So, yeah. I dug that, though. I think it works for what it is. But, yeah. Anything else you want to get off your chest about this one? No, not really. I mean... Okay. I mean, it is what it is. It's, there's not a whole lot of beat there. Yet, somehow, we fucking just did 40 minutes on it. True. <laughs> ten, a whole ten of it was probably about the actual story. Yeah, <laughs> at least eleven minutes of it. Yeah, it it really makes me want to dive back in and read the next one. And I know I I'm fairly certain he's going to do a spinoff series too. And I don't know if that's because like the licensing fell through or something when Disney bought or bought Fox or what. I don't really know, but 
Yeah, I think there's a character he introduced in one of the sequel stories that he's going to spin off into a series. Mm. Just based off reading the novelization of the movie, I'm like, fucking give me more. But yeah, and reading this. But yeah, it's. I think it's still free on Amazon though, gang. So if you don't mind reading digitally, fucking jump in there. Um, but yeah, let's wrap it up then by saying Patreon shout out thank you times. Right, right, right? Right. Okay, Patreon shout out thank you times. Go to at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0 at Spider Scooby at Steve Boost at AC Farrell 1976 at Josh M-M at Corny Jenkins, which thank fuck he finally figured out whatever the fucking problems Patreon was giving him. But, uh, yeah, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at T-E-S-D Groupie, at Forgeticus, big bad Forgeticus, at 000 underscore 3, at Zooligan and Michael K. That's Patreon shout-out thank you times. Thanks, guys. Time for our shit? Yep. No, it's not. You're wrong. (laughs) Oh, damn it. You set me up. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I'll be honest with you. That wasn't a setup. I fucked up. <laughs> oh. Uh, time for regular thank yous. Yes. Our thank yous, as always, go to at the J Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our main show and commentaries logo, at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nerd Blitzstorm design, at Steve Boost for our Nerd Rats and Blitzstory machine designs. Hey, I'm getting good at that one. Only took me like three years to not say blistery. At T-E-S-D Groupie and at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0 for our opening for this. Now, time for our shit? Yep. Are you sure? No. (laughs) See, I did a quote from the movie. (laughs) Um, Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Nope, fuck. Apple Podcasts, tune in. Uh, Podcast Addicts, they got a... Uh, rating and review system there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I actually like that. Steve Booth suggested that one to me, Podcast Addicts. I really fucking like it. I think it works well, and I like the review and rating system. Um, So that one has my endorsement, thanks to at Steve Boost. But yeah, Apple Podcast, uh, Podcast Addicts, tune in, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at nerdblitz.com. Or... Which they just renewed renewed it. That was one of the things I was like, hey, you need to check the pod. You need to check the pod. Because they were like, this thing's fucking coming up, assholes. And then a few days later, they'd be like, hey, assholes. And then they just fucking auto-renewed it. Uh, DirtyFatCocksuckers.com. <laughs> Which I just saw, I was checking stats earlier. Yeah. People are searching that, and I don't think they're searching it because of us. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> because I noticed the bounce rate, which that basically tracks how long people are on the site. Yeah. It's super fucking low, and we had like 60 or 70 visitors uh, to <laughs> DirtyFatCocksucker.com. <laughs> I think that's why it's super fucking low, because people are like, oh, I want to see some Dirty Fat Cocksuckers. I well, wonder. that's what I'll say. What? I said, well, that's what I'm going to tell myself. That's what it is. I mean... I th- it would be awesome if people were searching for us and being like, dirtyfatcocksucker.com instead of the much easier nerdblitz.com. All right. So that 
like logically, I can only expect this people like, oh, I'll see some dirty fat cocksuckers. I know. They click it in, they're like, book reviews. Ah, I lost my wood. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh yeah, well, maybe so not. little Maybe they're like, ooh. Look at these fat bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. But uh yeah, dirtyfatcocksucker.com. Find us there too. Um, get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio, or go to spring.com and search the nerdblitz, which I I think I need to get me a new fucking nerd blitz shirt, one of them fucking tall ones they got. Okay. I don't even know if we've got that, but because it's upsetting how fucking those shirts, when you lift your arm, they raise up and show your titties. Mm. Yeah. I need one of the long ones so I can be like, look, no more titties. <laughs> but um, yeah, fucking Redbubble or Sprint. Sprint? Spring. Jesus. Sprint? Jesus. We're offering <laughs> mobile phone service now? <laughs> fucking hey. We're offering mobile phone service that died out like fucking 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or go to Amazon.com and get The Camping Trip and Other Stories or Doomed, The Collected Essays and Reviews, Volume 1. <laughs> other than that, I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. And together we're at Nerd Blitz Pod. That's fucking book club, gang. We're going to be coming back. Uh... Oh, excuse me. Oh, boy. That fucking uh, Hot Pocket is talking back. Ugh. And by that Hot Pocket, I mean I'm a big fatty and I ate two of them. Oh. Oh, I can't handle those anymore. I only I can only eat cheese pizza ones now. I used to eat pepperoni pizza ones, and they would just yeah. start making me sick every time. Well, that's what I ate. I ate two of them. They have a garlic butter crust now. Yeah, like Arby's near-death experience. Sick. So I'm like, oh, oh my god, we've that. all we've all turned into fucking Brian Posehn's podcasts. I'm like, oh fuck, I can't eat that nasty meat. <laughs> you a Taco Bell fan? <laughs> <laughs> can't eat that nasty meat. That's what she said. Ew. <laughs> I saw something uh, the other day. It said, "How do you like to eat your meat? Grilled, fried, or something?" <laughs> Somebody replied and said, "Preferably sucked." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be back soon with our final episode of this, uh, book club series, Dan Shamble Zombie P.I. Cold Dead Turkey. That's my little Dan Shamble theme song. He has an official theme song, but that ain't it. Oh, does he? Yeah, he posted it on YouTube. It's only like 30 seconds, like, bum, 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 Burm, burm, burm. It's kind of cool. That's interesting. And I might have to ask him, be like, hey, can we throw that on our Dan Shamble episode? I probably won't because uh, I'm not going to bother him. Anywho, we'll be back with that hopefully soon. Cold Dead Turkey, our final episode of this Christmas-themed book club. Yep. Looking forward to that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure just shut up asshole i'm done talking to you <laughs> all right then so um until next time bookmark it this has been a feature of jj2e media and tsdja productions